again, everybody. So hello again. Uh, this is uh, Jason Powers. I'm going to read an article today. Um, it was uh, actually discussed by Alex Jones, which, of course, I know everybody's uh, least favorite guy in terms of uh, his antics and uh, certain philosophies and whatnot. But, hey, you know, he does review the news a lot and he does pull out uh, stories and things that we probably should be aware of that will never get said in the mainstream media. And it's always good to see another part of the world's viewpoint on the United States of America for good or ill. So this article actually came from the American Thinker, which is a good site, I think. Uh, they publish a lot of uh, intriguing viewpoints, uh, sometimes not all uh, uniquely aligned to the conservative viewpoint, if you want to look at it from that perspective. So this was published on March 7th of 2021. Putin's chief, uh, former chief of staff calls Trump a champion against New World Order. It's by Lynn Corum. So I'm going to just read the article and then we'll go through it real quick. Um, uh, Sergei Ivanov, Vladimir Putin's former chief of staff, currently on the Russian uh, Federation Security Council, has weighed in on the historic scale of personality and achievements of President Donald Trump in an op-ed for the Eurasia Daily. I have changed not a word of what he has to say. His national ideology, Putin warns repeatedly of the dangers from the transnationalists, um, and he's got a citation there. The Russians are joined by the British with their Brexit and French with their front national led by populist Marie Le Pen. Populism actually straddles the Atlantic, and Donald Trump is regarded as, as its hero. As uh, Ivanov observes, if Joe Biden, the American deep state, and the world global elites have called Donald Trump the worst uh, worst president in U.S. history, well, it's because they know he who who he is the worst for uh, who is the worst for them. In contrast, those on the Russian side of the world itself correctly see Donald Trump as perhaps the best president in the history of the United States, a modern George Washington. As Ivanov explains. If the first president of America fought to lay the foundation of the nation and state, the beginning of American freedom, then Trump fought, still fights for the preserve the legacy of the founding fathers to defend freedom so that in the end he will not come to be the last truly elected president of the United States. He, like Washington, is of the flesh of his people, 100% American, a classic self-made man, a living embodiment of the American dream. Trump is a successful entrepreneur, a man of action, a man of his word. He built up America all his life and became its true national leader. To Ivanov, not only the American, but also the world history of the past centuries hardly holds another example of a politician having no actual party machine at his disposal, who was like, likewise able to come, become the head of state and receive such phenomenal support from the people. It is significant that even amid the intimidation of the pandemic used by the globalists to disrupt Trump's promising triumphant election campaign and prevent the consolidation of the American nation around its leader, many thousands of people gathered to meet with the president. What other world leaders over the what other world leaders over the past half century can boast of at least something similar? Yet all the progressive humanity has taken uh, taken up arms against Trump. The entire communist international, from leftist extremists to co Chinese comrades, and ending with Pope Francis, 
fought an undeclared war to destroy the American leader for, four, for all four years of his presidency. After all, without control over the U.S., the globalists cannot successfully build their own new world order. Together with Joe Biden, they celebrate not only BLM, Antifa, and their curators like Soros and Pelosi, not only Merkel and Macron, but also anti-democratic regimes around the world, from China and North Korea to Venezuela and Cuba. In the United States itself, immediately after Trump came to the White House, deep state functionaries from both parties provided unprecedented opposition to all his endeavors. Like the real American hero he is, Trump took up the fight and virtually single-handedly confronted the global monster devouring the American state. He won this confrontation, perhaps the last western of the long American history. Fighting the bad guys from the deep state, he tore off their masks, the mask of freedom, democracy, and concern for the welfare of the people, under which the self-proclaimed world elite have done their business. Having torn it away, Trump not only not only the United States, U.S., but also the world with the factual proof of the existence of the deep state, the symbiosis, uh, symbiosis of socialists, liberals, Democrats, quote-unquote, of all stripes and anarcho-greens, quote-unquote, and forced the globalists to reveal their real goals. Now everyone is aware that the construction of paradise on Earth is by no means included in their goals. Rather, one can see the architects of the New World Order are pushing humanity in the direction opposite to paradise. Something else cannot be, uh, cannot, cannot be amazed by Avinov. Why destroy a prosperous country? What did Trump do wrong? In the shortest possible time, he accomplished phenomenal economic successes. Millions of new jobs, rapid growth in incomes, the percentage of working wealthy people among Hispanics and blacks has grown significantly. The number of abortions has dropped significantly. Illegal immigration has been limited. Trump received phenomenal, tangible successes in the international arena without a single war. On the contrary, the consolidation of peace in the Middle East. All this against this background, this incessant evil hiss, the worst president. Constant hysterics of uh, dim riffraff of all colors of the rainbow. From that old Italian witch bitch to the well-fed clown celebrities and athlete morons. Comparison of these facts naturally leads to the question, why did President Trump not please the deep state? Is it because he is not a minority, but just a successful white man? Today, for the leader of a democratic country, this is a minus, but there is no particular crime in this either. Or is it a crime to ensure rapid economic growth, to strengthen state institutions, to protect constitutional rights and freedoms of citizens, the traditional family, mortality and religion, morality and religion? The deep state should be interested in the power and prosperity of the United States. Surely its functionaries cannot cut the branch on which they sit with their own hands, deliberately destroy the country in which the ruling class is constituted. Since at least the middle of the 19th century, liberals, socialists, and other friends of the people, quote-unquote, have been preaching that the economy plays an leading role in the life of society. This truth has become a mantra for the entire enlightened public. Yet what did we see in Trump's case? It turns out that the global elites that preach, quote, economy, are in fact more concerned about ideology, in particular the protection of LGBT rights.
what exactly does it mean to promote homosexuality? Is it not just an abstract destruction of the traditional family? In fact, this is propaganda of the childlessness. That is, they push the human race towards its gradual extinction, towards self-destruction. How can the deep state fail to understand this? Why do they inspire and pay for the BLM, BLM movement, the pomgroms and desecrations of uh, churches, the mortal, uh, mortal terror against the forces of law and order, to strengthen American statehood? Perhaps other priorities of the global elites, like feminism, the fight against racism, the green economy, in combination with the promotion of homosexuality, will contribute to the growth of the well-being of the American and other peoples. Another historically significant consequence of Trump's victory is the, uh, the collision with the deep state, the American vanguard of global elites, is that the secret has been revealed. The long-standing conspiracy theory regarding globalist intent on taking over the world has been clearly confirmed and ceased to be a theory. It is now objective knowledge. It has been successfully passed the, it is successfully passed the experimental test is no longer a hypothesis, but an observable fact. Those who wish to call, uh, wish can call it a conspiracy, or to be politically correct, a non-public agreement of the elites con uh, concluded to achieve goals that are difficult to formulate publicly. Whether these globalists man manage to build their new world, new order, and put an end to history, whether present turns out to be its last hero, the future future will show. But even today, thanks to his historic victory, everyone who has eyes can see who is leading and, in, and who is serving. Um, Ivanov ends his op-ed this way, see and fight for your future. So she's uh, Lynn Korm is a translator of Russian who studies developments in the Russian press that affect America's national interest. She has been researching and writing on Putin's uh, stated plan since 2009 and is a world expert on Project Russia, the Kremlin published state ideology. So what are we what uh, what can we learn from that? I think what we can learn from that is I mean like there's a passage here. I have to find it real quick. Um let's see here. That uh so uh where is it? Where is it? Uh anyway, when we're looking at this um situation um so he, he they lay out maybe the general concept of what what people will say is the right wing talking point oh we'll 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 delve into that real quickly so the concept is is that there is an embedded administrative state uh they've been taken over and they have been taken over for many years i think ostensibly we could we can conclude that because if you look at the way the fbi worked the way the the CIA, for example, I hate mentioning those two, but those two are significant. The Department of Justice. So throughout the summer, they were ignoring uh, the riots, and I've mentioned this before. Um, so why did they do that? Why did they allow so much violence to take place? And, and see, I grew up in a time when I know, like when the L.A. riots took place, they uh, eventually the military did intervene there, and that 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 took place. I know there were riots in the 1960s. I'm, I know that there was some in, in military interference there, uh, the riots in Watts. And around the country, uh, some of the riots took place right after, like when RFK was killed, when uh, Martin Luther King was killed. 
tragedies and uh <clears throat> the people responded um which wasn't responding in maturity but responding in violence and and that's that's always been the, the underpinning of all this is to stir up the i guess you could say stir up the the lower classes stir up the impressionable the media has done this the media knows that if they amplify enough messages they can they can make uh, these things happen and uh take place rather easily um so i mean i think and he 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 goes to the uh, this article goes to the root of uh you know the idea of uh mid uh 18th, 19th century uh, basically marxism the birth of marxism and how feminism and how these uh these these uh, different little groups have built upon themselves to create this uh globalist uh, i call them i call them the globalist foot soldiers because the globalist and at, at the at the top end we know as the world economic forum types uh, aligned with g aligned with uh in the united states uh bill gates who has got his hands in every pot whether you want to agree with that or not i don't really care because i've seen his name in in so many areas whether it be in health vaccines uh dealing with uh schools uh educational uh inserting equity and racism in in every everything his websites have uh have those things as websites of uh entities that he owns or controls marginally there's always a headline with that at the top i found that out over the summer that was kicked on initially right as soon as george floyd came out so <clears throat> there's been a uh, overwhelming uh, overarching thesis to get the world the globalist objective is to bring everybody down to the same level it's just it's it's communism and that's what global communism is uh destruction of wealth uh that's what they did in the united states see by putting all of us on the same level by destroying entrepreneurship destroying individual businesses um go through this again the the bill they just passed what do they do the the bill that was just passed of 1.9 trillion that money's going uh to uh, blue states and blue cities uh and you know what's going to happen is it's going to go go to those those particular localities and it's going to go through corrupt hands and everybody's going to get their slice and the the actual welfare of the people in those particular uh, vicinities will not be served and and oh by the way guess who's paying for it all of us all the rest of us that were taxpayers anybody who paid in taxes well let, let me uh actually it's even worse than that we're not paying for it anymore because the amount of taxes that we get collected in the united states is isn't enough to cover all of our expenses because we have no budgetary uh controls in place they just borrow money and guess who they're borrowing it from they're, bar they're borrowing it from the markets the markets are attached to china and uh, they're going to jack up interest rates and we're going to slowly strangle ourselves with debt and the new world order knows this and they want us to do this that's why you have the evil that you have in washington dc doing all this and and there, and, there, and it goes on both sides it's not just democrats but the democrats are the power party now obviously but the republicans the spineless republicans the war machine republicans like mitch mcconnell kevin mccarthy is probably in on it too we know liz cheney is she's a war pig she her daddy is part and parcel to this whole conversation and when you talk about the the kickoff of the 
of the New World Order initiatives uh, uh, between Clinton and Bush. That handoff there, that turned into one of the worst handoffs in uh, world history. Of course, that being said, uh, I don't think Gore would have been any different. See, the thing was, is Bush started the war in, in the Middle East. I, I, to this day, there's no there's no emphasis on that particular point of view that the 9-11 situation certainly shouldn't have resulted in us going over to Afghanistan first and then to Iraq, but that's aside from the point. But uh, it should be noted that all the, the leave-behinds in the deep state were part and parcel to that because these people, they, they inhabit. That's why they're called the swamp. They've been... Uh, They've been embedded in these uh, particular institutions for 20 and 30 years. And this is what you get. This is why we're in the in this crisis. Uh, and they hated Trump so badly that they were willing to do anything. They've uh, like the the there was a line in here about the, the people sawing. Uh, <clears throat> why would these people uh, saw the the log off underneath them that they're sitting on? But they're, they, they don't think that far ahead. Uh, selling out the countries, yeah. Surely its functionaries cannot cut the branch on which they sit with their own hands, deliberately destroying the country in which the ruling class is constituted. But they can, because most of these people are once they once they bankrupt the United States, are going to go live somewhere else, or they'll they'll go to their gated community and they'll they'll take the money that they got from the United States and split. Uh, I don't really know what else to say about this article except that, you know, like they mentioned about homosexuality, the destruction of the uh, the traditional family, and we know that's been going on. Um, that's why they want to, uh, 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 once again, they want to terraform the United States through immigration or legal inf- information, legal Im- immigration. So we're going to continue to see more of this, um, whether enough people wake up to this and, and put a stop to it. Because what it, all it takes is enough people, that, enough of the common people on both sides, uh, liberals and Democrats, or liberal Democrats and and basic Republican. I'm talking about the common people. I'm not talking about the elitist class. If enough of those people uh, congeal together and tamp down all this radicalism and, and, and make their voices heard close to Washington and force their hand... Uh, because what you want them to do, we want we want the globalists to instigate this. We want them to, when they instigate the violence against us, then they they will they will show their show their mendacity, show their lies, and show their mendacity, and show how evil they are. And everybody will, will the there will be be they will always be a reaction. But we want them to be the ones that bring the violence to us. Because when they do that, then they show who they really are even further. And uh, so resist, uh, take care of yourself, and I'll cut it short for today. Thanks a lot.